Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning and welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY. Blaney Hodges stepping in for Terry Slavens and happy to do so. And always in great company this Monday morning, Angela Robinson and Aaron Kennedy. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Monday yes. morning. Monday morning. And we have, <laughs> yes. we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. I'm so looking forward to this because I don't know that many people actually know that we have an anniversary of the Great Recession. How many people celebrate that, of course, right? Probably not. I know, I know. But it's actually June 13th, okay, mark the 10-year anniversary of the end of the Great Recession that ended on May 31st to 2009. And it not only is an anniversary, it broke a record as the longest standing economic expansion in U.S. history. So a lot of people are looking at that in a lot of different ways. And, you know, the ultimate question is, does that mean we're headed back for a recession? And how bad is it going to be? What's going to happen? Should I sell my investments? What should I do, right? And, you know, that is why we have Aaron here. <laughs> Not myself alone, right? Because that is a big question, huge question. And uh, it is on everybody's mind. And I, I, I mean, if you're an investor, if you've got your money invested, and, and really, I don't even think it matters where you are in the life cycle, but especially nearing retirement or in retirement, it's definitely going to be prevalent in your minds of what is going to happen. And, you know, in the words of Aaron Kennedy, our very own CFA, he always says, uh, we will have a recession. <laughs> it may be tomorrow. It, <laughs> it may be in 10 years, but we will have a recession. And if you're around Aaron at all, you know his dry sense of humor, right? Um, but <laughs> recessions are inevitable. They're a, simply a part of that basic economic cycle that we have. And that's what we have him here to talk about is, is talk about that economic cycle, where are we at in that economic cycle, what economics do investors need to be looking at how should they be positioning their portfolio and what is really the secret ingredient behind it all which is going to be the very last thing on the show and you definitely don't want to miss that so Aaron thank you for being on the show today you bet thanks for having me absolutely and uh, you know it's it's a wonderful um, wonderful time in in the markets uh, until it's not so why don't you just tell us a little bit about what what you see as far as the economic cycle goes and, and maybe go back to the basics because a lot of people may not even really understand you know how it works right you know if you look at an economic cycle it looks like any other cycle out there it's like a gigantic roller coaster you know we start at the bottom which is our trough and then we go through an expansion phase where the market continues to get higher and higher in value the global economics or the u.s economics continue to expand and grow and then we get somewhere close to the top and we start to roll over and then we enter into this contraction phase Mm -hmm. and then we ride that contraction (laughs) phase down to the bottom and hit our trough which is the bottom and then we go back up and we do this over and over and over again the hard part for us humans is we try to figure out where we are and how much time we have left Mm 
you know, our brains, that's how it works. Like Angela said, we are entering into the longest expansion period in our history. You know, so our human brains are saying we're getting close to the end. We're getting yeah. close to the end. This is it. But there's no time frame on anything. If we, we go look at Australia, guess how long they've been in an expansion phase? 28 years. Wow. Man. 28 years. Wow. So, so, so how there, long is 10? Yeah. I was about to say, 10, 10 years is nothing. June 13th was nothing. Right. <laughs> so, forget the right. cake. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as humans, we want to put everything in a pretty box with a pretty bow and say, this is a time frame that this should happen and we're going to go with it. And that's exactly what's happening right now. And it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful because one of the big things I look at is a sentiment index, which shows the temperament of almost all the investors out there. And guess where they are? They're scared to death. That's wonderful. Yeah, if Warren, yeah. Warren yeah. Buffett was in here, he would say, buy, buy yeah. fear, buy fear, <laughs> buy fear, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, it's amazing to me, you know, a lot of people say, well, they see these peaks and they say, I want out. And, you know, if they're right, they win. They win big, right? Yeah. Yes. If things are going to go down. But if that market doesn't drop for two or three or more years, they lose big. Yes. Um, very big. And, you know, we've seen that a few times. In fact, it's always amazing when we go back and look at portfolios of our clients and we have a set few that it's a real struggle with them to help them stay disciplined. And you can look at those portfolios without a name on them. And you're like, what happened here? What happened to this? Why does this look like this? And it's because they tried to gamble with the market. Mm-hmm. They tried to time that market. Yes. And, you know, really, they just need to be going to Vegas. Because that's, that's, right. that's what it's all. That, I mean, that's really what it is. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't know about you, but if it's my retirement money, if it's my entire future, that's not something I want to gamble with. That's not something I want to treat Vegas money with. So why do we do that? Yeah, that comes down to human emotion, period. Mm-hmm. You think about all the economists out there, we're talking tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of economists, and one gets it right. One gets it right, and he makes the news. One out of 10,000, one out of 100,000, people don't know. Yeah. It's all a guess. How yes. slim the chances so are. So why guess? Yeah. Especially if you're wrong, it will be devastating. Right. Either you, way. You gave me a great segue because I found this joke this morning. I was like, where do I throw this in? Because I love this. <laughs> it says, how many central bank economists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Just one. He holds a light bulb and the whole earth revolves around him. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So that true. is great. That's yeah. a good one. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't want to gamble, and you know we've said it many times over on the show, if you've been listening, right? Investing is about discipline, sticking to the fundamentals. You know, And our experiences have taught us really to be comfortable with those disciplines. So we've got three thoughts that you're going to want to consider before you pull any triggers with your investment portfolio. You don't want to miss it right here on Life Planning 101 with our very own CFA, Aaron Kennedy, when we come back. Welcome back into Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY. And we're talking about the, <laughs> the market. Also. The market, right. <laughs> the longest economic expansion in U.S. history. And should you be worried about your investments? And that's why we have our very own CFA, Aaron Kennedy, with us today to talk about this. And, you know, I find it interesting. Warren Buffett, I, if anybody knows anything about investing, and by the way, if you don't know anything about Warren Buffett, 
then you probably don't need to be investing by yourself. Um, <laughs> you, need, you need to be uh, probably getting help. Talk about um, gamble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so if, if you know who Warren Buffett is, he says risk comes from not knowing what you are doing. Pretty simple, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, so Aaron's sitting here like, yeah, yeah. So many times, you know, we see people make decisions not knowing what they're really doing. And it's really no fault of theirs. It's just the emotional side of our brain that gets a hold of us. And so I think the first thing that we always look at is examining the economics, right? Um, what is actually going on out there? And, you know, Aaron, I'd like to know from you, you have this crazy list and you just told me you could load my computer up with all of these <laughs> indexes <laughs> to look at on a regular basis. What are you looking at? Because there's this massive, ugly geopolitical environment that gets lambasted all over the news every day. Is that what you look at or is it something else? That's part of it. <laughs> That's part of it. You know, there's several things that we look at. Remind me to come back to the tariffs, but, you know, just from an economic standpoint, we really like to look at what they call leading in indicators, uh, leading economic indicators. And that's what kind of shows what we see coming down the pipeline. You know, so if you think, I think we have talked about this before, but the easiest one to think about is building permits. So if we see a building permit come down the road, we know a house is going to be built. We know uh, construction workers are going to be put on that house. We know a new refrigerator is going to be bought. All these things come with that home build, you know, and that's a leading economic indicator. Stock market is a leading economic indicator. We're looking at future earnings. So we look at a lot of these and, you know, there's really no magic bullet there either because it just comes, shows what's coming. doesn't tell us when it's coming. A lot of these indicators can predict stuff out to 18 months down the road. So doesn't mean once all this stuff happens, bad things are going to happen. You know, it just means it could be coming, you know, and it's things to watch out for. And then once you see these, you know, you don't want to sit in cash for 18 months because usually the end of the expansion is when things get manic. You know, people go crazy buying. And we see the, think of the late 90s where the market just goes straight through the roof. You know, so if you're sitting out at the end of that and you don't get any of it, you know, that can be devastating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love this quote. It says, how many millionaires do you know have become wealthy investing in their savings account? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't happen, right? No. Not, not getting there for sure. And, you know, um, I always think about what dad, when he taught the seminars for years, he would tell people, you know, when they retired, today's the first day of the rest of your life. And we have this stigma in our head that as soon as we retire, we need to get conservative. But if it's the first day of the rest of your life, you could spend more of your lifetime living than you would, you know, working, right? Mm -hmm. In your working career. And if you were successful, if, if investing was successful all those years that you were working, why would you ever want to stop doing what's made you successful? And it's just about how you do it. That's the key. That's exactly right. How do you do it? You know, this world has changed so much. I think the stigma was born out of a time in the 80s where you could drop your money into a treasury or something and get 12 to 13 percent or up to 18 percent on something that's safe. Those times are no more. We're getting less than, oh, what was it, 2.8 or somewhere around that for a 10-year treasury. Wow. You, you can't live off of that. Mm -mm. No. CD rates, you can't. I mean, they drop below 2 percent Friday. So, 
can't live off of that. No, especially when inflation's higher than that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that work, right? You're losing money. Even though you're losing money. Going broke safely. So you talk about this uh, leaking economic index. You know, what is that telling us right now? Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. We're still growing. LEI came out for May and it was unchanged. We had three months of expansion and we're still at that when the number doesn't change, it just means that we didn't accelerate our growth. Right. So we're still growing. Our economy is still growing. The Chicago Fed National Activity Index was the same thing, flattened out. We're not close to a recession that we can see. you know. And all these indexes have been almost 100% accurate in predicting things down the road. And it's showing right now we're okay. Wow. We're very okay. So all this new sentiment, you said, get you back to tariffs. Well, let's let's get back to the negative side. If all that's saying positive, right. <laughs> what about this geopolitical environment that we hear about? <laughs> is it lightning scratching her head over there? <laughs> uh, you know, for the most part, you should absolutely ignore politics. Politics is not something to invest in. It will get you in trouble almost 100% of the time. There are some things that are going on now that affects markets and this being the trade wars and mm-hmm. the tariffs because we've gone so long having this globalization where we are taking our manufacturing and pushing it overseas to the cheaper producer and we've been doing this for so long and that that is slowing down so the input or the cost of our goods looks to be going up which is an economic event doesn't mean there's a fear of this right now not that it's going to happen but there is a fear that nothing will get resolved yeah if it does you know we're, we're back to blowing and going and it's hard to say whether i do not believe trump is trying to stop globalization you know he wants to quit being taken advantage of because of globalization so if that gets fixed nothing's wrong You know, we just kind of even the playing field. And even if it doesn't, you know, talk about China. Apple came out and said, hey, you know, most of our manufacturing at Foxconn in China, maybe that's too much risk for us. Let's move it over to Vietnam or let's move it to to Malaysia, which guess what? It's cheaper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was a CEO of a corporation and and my prices were going up, my stockholders aren't going to be happy and my employees aren't going to get their paycheck. So I'm going to make sure I go find something cheaper. Hello, capitalism, globalization. (laughs) Hello. Right. Right. That's the way way it should work. And they they shouldn't have been. China is not the low-cost producer anymore. So why are we there for so much of our manufacturing? You know, and especially with the risk that we're, we're taking over there. So it's a small factoid in the whole picture. Yes, very small. And, yeah, and it's the, everything we hear about, right? Yeah. If it's not Iran, it's a, a tariff. And it's yes. not a tariff, it's Iran. Mm-hmm. So it's it's never about all these positive indexes that are going to show up, magically show up on my computer in the future. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> not any of those. Never that. Never that. So that's great stuff. Um, examining the economics. When we come back, let's talk about a little bit more about how to position your portfolio for the times and you and then that secret sauce that you don't want to miss right here on Life Planning 101 with Aaron Kennedy. Welcome back into Life Planning 101 final segment here today. 
Aaron Kennedy, our CFA at Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group with us today. And, you know, we talked about examining the economics and that was some really good stuff. And if you miss those first two segments, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the show again. And, you know, another piece to this is we wrote a special report. Um, here we are a decade out from the, the Great Recession, and we wrote a special report after that Great Recession because I don't think any investor alive should say, or if they do say you should run screaming, that they didn't learn something from that. And, you know, we learned something from it. We wrote about it. We said, here's, here's what you need to know. Here's what you need to think about. And so we've got that special report. If you sign up for our newsletter, we will send that to you. It's at kennedy-financial.com, kennedy-financial.com, and you can go on and do that. But let's talk about, because this kind of goes hand in hand with that special report, it gets into the details of it, but positioning your portfolio for the times today, and more importantly, for you, because I think that's what people forget. So Aaron, you know, talk a little bit about when you're looking at someone's situation, what are, what are you, or someone's investment portfolio, what are you actually, how do you compile it? What are you looking at today? And, um, you know, what are the factors that go into that? What's the ingredients, so to speak? Yeah, okay. Well, the very first thing that we do is we come back to what your risk tolerance is. That is the most important thing because everybody has a threshold of pain that they can withdraw. And if that is, I can only lose 10% or I can only lose 15%, we need to know where that number is because, you know, once you hit that, you pretty much go comatose with fear, (laughs) you know, and it's over, (laughs) you know, you're going to get out and it's going to be ugly. So Mm. we have got to look at that and make sure we have you invested. And the second thing is, you know, going back since the beginning of the time, you're going to make the most money in the market, period. You know, and there's guaranteed recessions. And the market, on average, goes up about 70% of the time. So you have a 70% chance when you invest that it's going to be up. And the longer you go up over time, if you invest for 15, 20 years, that percentage of being positive almost gets to 100%. So the longer you stayed invested, even though there was recessions, Mm -hmm. even though there were downturns, you know, you make money by being invested and taking that risk of going down because the reward is going up. Mm -hmm. You know, the risk is going down in the short term, but that's a very small percentage of the time. And what our whole investment theory is, I said it earlier, people, people get manic at the top. People start going crazy. People start doing the exact opposite of what they're supposed to do. Oh, great, the market's at a 10-year high. Oh, great, the markets are more expensive than any time in history. I should buy them. (laughs) What? You know, I'm pulling out my hair, so. Yeah, you know I have a theory behind that. I just tell people to remember shopping and cows. Yes. Okay, we we understand this in Texas, right? So shopping, you're never going to go to the store and want to pick out the most expensive thing. Oh, yeah, thing. I'm going to pay full price right. for that. Exactly. You you go to the bargain <laughs> rack, right? Right. And then cows, if you own cattle, are you going to sell out at the bottom when prices mm-hmm. are horrible? No, who no. in the right mind would do right. that, no. right? So shopping and cows, that's my theory. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. That's right. <laughs> that's, good. No, that's, that's the way to look at it. And that's the way that we look at it. You know, mentioned it earlier, we're 10 years into this expansion. Don't know where it's going to be ending or how long this is going to be going. But the more manic the market gets, the more risk we want to take off the table. 
And I'm not saying that we need to go to CDs or cash or anything like that. If you have a certain return that you need to uh, get all the way through retirement or get your kids through school, whatever that is, we need to stay invested in the market. But why not go from those manic parts of the market and get a little bit more defensive? You know, there's no reason that you can't look at the market and say, okay, we're up, let's take a little bit less risk. We're up again, let's take a little bit less risk. Oh, the market's down. Let's add a little bit more mm-hmm. risk, you know, because what we're doing is we're selling high and buying low and doing it over and over and over again. And we're putting those odds on our side when we capture the gains, right? you know, and we're not going to cash, not for the most part, unless you risk dictated. We're just getting defensive. You know, there's a lot of defensive plays out there in the market that, you know, we don't have to be in. The bubble semiconductors. Yeah, we don't have to yeah. be in the most expensive part. You know, hey, we want to clip some some dividends. Why don't we move over to a little bit of utilities right now and just see what happens? Or let's get to some of our other defensive sectors and just see what happens. And then when markets correct, we go back the other way. Right. You what know, and they, it's just discipline. What do they say? Offense sells tickets, defense wins games. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. So proud of that. And you know what? That is a, and that is, the Ravens. That is such a great, great analogy of what the market actually is. And, you know, I think another part to this is so important is people. And, and you know, Aaron, you are in our investment portfolio manager. You know, and as, as life planners, you know, we build that portfolio to fit the client, not the other way around. And I think right. that's often forgotten, you know, with a lot of uh, people out there, they build this portfolio, but it doesn't match their situation. You know, they have current needs maybe for income. They have current <laughs> needs for their future goals. And, you know, having all of that set up so that if we do go through a recession, that money's there. You don't have to worry about where it's going to come from. That income's there. You don't have to worry if the market went down 40% where your next paycheck's going to come or if you're going to have to go back to work. As long as you are aligning that life planning with that investment portfolio. And that's, that's, that's really key. That's the secret key. sauce. That's the secret <laughs> sauce. That's the secret sauce. Well, no, it's not the secret sauce. Uh, but, um, but, you know, we are at that significant time in history. So we're going to leave you with one final thought because we, we promise you that secret sauce. And uh, Robert Kiyosaki, which is that rich dad poor dad Arthur he said to be a successful business owner and investor business owner and investor Mm because they're very similar you know you Mm -hmm. business owners don't often understand this until they really start to think about it but you have to be emotionally neutral to winning and losing winning and losing are just part of the game so you have to invest without emotion and we've been talking about it the entire show but we cannot tell you how important it is because there's two things that'll kill returns the fed we already know that and <laughs> your emotions and we obviously we can't control the fed but we can control emotions and get someone to help you do that create disciplines know where things are at so you're sleeping at night you know have that sleep test and that's so important so Aaron thank you so much for being on the show again today um, it's a great show great show uh, 10th anniversary of the great recession right here on life planning 101 make sure to tweet us at KFS life planning are you ready for the next recession <music> 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates. Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.